welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast. I'm Josie, the host and creator. The inspiration for this podcast comes from journal entries that I kept while navigating through my separation and divorce. Each week, I read through a journal entry and then I analyze and discuss how I feel now, how I remember feeling then, and what I feel I've learned along the way. So thank you for joining me on this journey, and I hope that you take something positive away from each episode. Now let's get to it. Well, hello and welcome back. Can you believe that we are on my 42nd journal entry? And I don't even think we've hit the end of the year. Well, I know we haven't. We're going to be still in July. So this journal is huge. You can imagine how jam-packed it is if I'm only on the 42nd journal entry. And we're only in July. And I started in February. We still have a whole half a year to go just to get to the end of year one. Anyway, I hope that you have been enjoying what you've heard so far, and maybe not enjoying as in so much pleasure, but enjoying learning that you're not alone, that we all go through these sort of pains when we're going through a separation and divorce, and that you maybe find some comfort seeing that uh, some of the things I go through are some of the things you have gone through and dealt with and you know, feeling a sense of community, feeling like you are not alone. And with that, we are going to get into this week's journal entry, which is for Friday, July 23rd. Okay, so I have been going back and forth a lot on Guy and how I feel about him and what is going on between us. And it has been just driving me crazy. I think what I need to do is be honest with myself about what I'm truly feeling. So here I go. What am I truly feeling? Let's start simple. Do I still love him? God, it's hard for me to say for sure. I do not know. I guess it's not that simple. This is what I do know. I wish I had my life back. I wish we were still a family. I know that saying that is weird when I think about the fact that I really did not have a life. I took care of my home and my family, neither very well. I took zero care of myself. As far as us being a family, well, we were, but I was not good with our son. He was alone a lot, and Guy was just as guilty. God, we all did our own things. We all ignored each other. We would even have talks about doing better, and we never really did. We still, living in the same house, we were very distant. It is very sad and very true, so why would I want that back? I mean, I know at night we slept together, Guy and I, and we would talk and we would watch TV together and we would go out together to dinner and movies, stuff like that. But I did love him and we were a fucked up family, but we were a family. And I guess I'm so sad and lonely that I would take that rather than this. But I do know that doing that would be unfair to all of us. Guy now has friends and a social life. It's like he traded a boring home life, a wife, and a full-time son for that. But I think he's happy with his choice. Our boy, well, he's happy if he's with me, God bless him, and he gets more attention here. 
I know I need to do better in that, and I'm making a conscious effort. He also gets more attention from his dad. It may not be a big improvement, but it still is one. As for me, well, I'm the one getting the most screwed in the deal, but maybe I will end up benefiting the most at the end. There is no doubt that I am going to have to work very hard on a few things. School, time with my son, working out. But if I do well in all of those, the rewards will be great. I will have a happy, emotionally healthy son. I will have the opportunity to have a good job. I will never get paid what Guy gets. Well, who knows? But it will pay enough for me to build a new life for me and my son. And if I work on my health, I will live long enough to enjoy that new life for many years. And I will look into a mirror and be happy about myself again. I say I want that. I just don't know why I don't just get to it. I guess the thing is, I just do not feel the hope for my future that I should. And maybe that is because I'm hanging on to the past. Should I just move forward with a divorce? When I say that, I think, but then I will let Guy free. And that girl will get with him. And I do not like that idea. I do not want that girl to get him. I don't want him to be such good friends with Gigi. I wonder what he tells her about me and if he makes me out to be the bad guy. Why does that affect me? Why does that make me sad to think about? Is it because then I'm the loser and not the winner? I know that everyone is probably right about how it's bad that we talk so much and tell, and tell each other so much. And I may have said this before, but I need to mean it this time. I'm going to stop chatting with him. I will be friendly, but not friends. I will talk about our son and bills, but I will not ask about the girls in his life or what he's doing or whether he went out. I need to stop investing emotionally in a dead relationship. I know that it's what I'm doing and I have been reading my book and I know that it's that. I am investing in it and I will not be able to get away from Guy clear my head and focus on healing and fixing myself if I keep doing that. So what if I want to know what is up? Too damn bad. Do not ask. Keep it about our son. Keep it neutral. I have to remember that he left us slash me and that he chose this and I am reading way too much into way too little and that it had been five months and he has not been with anyone else yet. That really does not mean anything. I know he wants to, and maybe even that he should. I know that I want, I know that I would want to know, but I do not think I'm detached enough to be able to handle it. And I know that I do not need to know. I can want all I want, but I do not need to know. I think about what if he gets remarried and has a baby girl. I feel now like I would be so upset because that should have been ours. And if we did not have her, then he should not alone or with whomever. I think if he goes to therapy for his next wife and did not go for me, I will be pissed and hurt because if he could not do it for the family he already had, why would he do it for this other person? Why weren't we worth it? I think that seems to be the problem I'm getting back to lately. Why weren't we worth it? I'm having a hard time with that. And shit, he has not even done anything yet. You know, besides making a lot of new friends and going on a few dates. But the friend thing bugs me. Why couldn't he do that while we were together? And why can't I let that go? I try to pay close attention to my feelings when he says things or does things. And after I foolishly fell back into his bed, the feeling that I felt was like 
a sadness deep in my soul. My eyes got watery. I had to fight back tears both times. That is a clear sign that I'm hurting myself. My soul is crying over what I'm doing to myself. What am I putting myself through? Why can't I learn? But I'm, I'm going to do it now. I'm saying never again. Never again will I make my soul cry. I will value myself enough to think of me before others. Not in a selfish, bad way, but in a healthy, very needed way. It has been five months, and I still have not put myself first. I still have not made it a priority to take care of myself. Why is that? I say lazy. The therapist said it is something else. But what? What is it that is keeping me from meeting my goal? Do you know how hot I would look right now if I had lost 10 pounds each of those months? 198 minus 50 would be 148. That would be pretty darn good. But I did not do it. And now I have set a goal for July and still have not been doing much about it. I feel like a broken record, but I still do not do it. God, I know I need to. I need the strength. I'm going to church this weekend, and even if I feel like shit and want to cry, I'm going to stick with it. And I'm going to go back every week. I know I need God. I know he will help me, and I need to get close to him again. I know I'm a bit bitter, and I know that he understands where I'm coming from. I know he does, because he knows I meant what I said in front of him. And even though I questioned my love and my marriage a lot, I did not call it quits. I wanted to work at it. I wanted to fix it. I wanted to keep it. God, I'm still having acceptance issues. I think I am. I think I do not want to believe that this marriage is over. We are over. We are done. This is the end of the road. Guy and Josie, the couple, are over. Mary Josie is no more. And because of that, Guy can be with whomever he wants, and I can do whatever I want. Maybe I just need to get the divorce and be done with it. Maybe that is the proof I need to see that we really are over. I remember feeling so clear on the other part after I heard he had a girl over. Where did that go? Is it because I do not feel that hurt and anger, so I let myself slip back? I do not know. I need to focus on my goals and not think about anything else. I think that will be my plan starting tomorrow. And then on the next week, and my weekends with our son, I will focus on my health and playing with our son, on my schoolwork, on getting to church. Anything that does not have to do with those things will be immediately pushed from my mind. For now, till school starts, that leaves working out, playing with my boy, and church. When school starts, I will add that one. But for now, I will handle my life that way. If it's not going to get me to my goal, I do not need it. God help me. Stick to it. Wowza. That was a lot. Almost got choked up there for a minute. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot to discuss here. But the biggest thing is going back in his bed. Falling back in his bed, I believe, I believe is how I said it. And I know that it's a mistake that many of us make. Because, well, for, for a lot of reasons, because of the need. But for me, I'm sure that it was just trying to entice him back to coming back to me. That's why it was. I, it wasn't that I was desperately in need of, uh, you know, sexual release. It was that 
if I sleep with him, maybe because I know how sexual he is, maybe I can get him back. Maybe that's what I need to get him back. Maybe that'll get us back together. But it wasn't. He'll take sex happily from his separated wife, from his divorced wife, from whatever, whoever's willing to give it to him. And maybe that's being a little harsh, but I I don't feel that, like, for me, I was trying to connect the sexual relationship to having a relationship. He was just like, cool, more sex. And maybe that's just a man thing altogether. But anyway, I was hurting myself. I forgot. I knew that I did it, but I forgot reading that, that I would cry about it. And I couldn't have explained it better. I was actually hurting myself because I knew that I wasn't doing it because of love and connection. I was selling myself. And that's just gross and shameful. But I know that I was trying to do it because I was trying to save my family. And I'm sure that I probably, even though I said that, I don't think that that's the end of it. I would love to say that it is, but... Maybe it is. I'm not sure that it is, though, but we will see in future journal entries. The other thing I found interesting was how I talked about that it would not be fair for him to get married and have another child with another person, specifically a daughter, because we or I have always dreamed about a daughter, and it would not be fair that he got that dream. I remember, actually, um, and this was later, but I do remember that I we matched. No, we didn't match, but I saw him on like Match.com back then when that was a thing, and I read his profile, and he said that he wanted more kids, and I just lost it. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you say you want more kids when you walked away from the one that you had and you barely spent time with him? And then I started envisioning him having a daughter and I I had a breakdown. I cried. I was so angry. But, you know, fast forward, I actually finally got my daughter and she was meant to be the daughter with my current partner and not the daughter with Guy. And, you know, God had a plan. I didn't see the plan. I didn't understand the plan, but... If I would have stayed with him, maybe we would never would have had another child. Um, and I would have not had my daughter, and I have my daughter now. So, again, everything happens for a reason. You don't know the reason at that point. You can't even imagine, you know, like I commented on there that who knows what my future would look like. I couldn't really imagine a future. I had hopes and plans for a future. I will say I never did make up to this point, right, today. I can say that I have not made as much money as he made, also because he continues to do well in his career, good for him, and he continues to earn more, so good for him. So I have never caught up to him, but that was not really a goal for me. My goal was not a numbers goal, a financial goal. My goal was a, a happiness goal, a peace goal, and I think that I can say today that I have reached that goal. I reached that goal a while ago, and I, I'm proud of myself. I'm happy that it happened, and it wasn't without a whole bunch of struggle, as you can see, and you can hear a lot of struggle happened, but um, but I made it. I made it to the other side, and I'm, I'm so happy about that. 
let's see what else. Friends. I was concerned about his friend. So he made a new friend, Gigi. He met her, uh, if, I cur- if I remember correctly, at um, salsa dancing. So they just connected. They got along very well. And he was always, always talking to her. And then because I was making the mistake of trying to be too much in his business, he was always talking to me about her. And I, I, I remember... I met her once, a couple times, actually. Um, she actually started coming to events for, like, my son when he had, uh, I think she came to his first communion, if I'm not mistaken. I think I actually was just looking through photos the other day, and I, I have a photo of him with her. And she was nice. There was nothing wrong with her. She was a nice person. But obviously, in the beginning of our breakup, to have him, oh, now you have a best friend, and it's a girl, it just, just another... Another slash to the heart. And uh, I didn't have any guy friends. I wasn't any male friends. I wasn't looking for male companionship uh, besides him. So, again, it's one of those things that you take personally, and it really had nothing to do with me. It wasn't like him trying to purposely find a girl to be a friend to mess with me. But in those times, that's what you feel like. You feel Everything feels so, so personal to you. It feels like it's all to make you suffer, to get back at you, or to teach you a thing or two. And then we talk about me realizing that I have not been putting myself first. My self-worth was on the floor. Well, clearly, if I'm trying to sell my body, it's... There's no self-worth there. And um, I noticed that. I recognized that. I put it in writing. It was just all the, everything I needed to do was there. I knew it in my head. But knowing it and putting it into action is extremely difficult during that time. Because you know it, but you you still have to build yourself back up. I was, I was on the the floor. I was in the gutter with myself, with my self-worth. I, I was overweight. I was miserable. I had been dumped. I I don't know how many other hits. I had left my house. I was living in a room with my at my mom's house, thank God. But I was, you know, displaced, ugly, fat, abandoned. I mean, how are you supposed to have self-worth at that point in time? I didn't. I didn't have any. But I recognized that I needed to have some and I needed to start doing something. And I put a plan in action and it's a good plan. It was a very good plan. And that's, well, I mean, it's a start. What else can you do besides that, but move forward? Also, I see that about my son, I don't, I'm going to, honestly, I don't remember too, too much about my life when I was married. And these journal entries really helped me remember things. And reading that my son was, we were all in our own separate spaces. I might be watching TV. Guy would be on the computer. My son would be in his room probably playing video games. And he was little. I mean, we separated when he was eight years old. So that means like at seven or eight, he was on his own, doing his own thing, entertaining himself, which is good, but not not connecting with us, not spending time with us. I don't know if we actually sat down for family dinners or if we just sat in front of the TV. I don't, I don't remember that we 
you know, made it a conscious effort to always sit down for dinner together. So it was sad. It was really sad to to hear that. But I will say that I'm that it did make a difference to get separated for my son because all of my attention, all of my energy, all of my love was focused on my son. I'm proud to say that I didn't run out to find another relationship to give all that to. I, I had a, a, a beautiful boy that loved his mother and needed his mother. And so I gave my attention to him. He might at this day and age feel like I overdid it, but I feel like we had so many great years together um, bonding and of course, fighting and, you know, getting on each other's nerves. But we vacationed together. We went on so many trips together. We did so many things together, just outings. And and I don't know if that would have been able to happen if I would have stayed with his dad. I don't know if we would have just continued to live our lives all separate. And sure, we would have done this or that together. But we, I think we maybe went on one or two family vacations together because financially we were terrible. Um, we had money, but we were really bad with it. And so we didn't go on trips. But once it was just my son and I, and I was in control of the finances and could make my choices, we were able to take trips and cruises and we did so many things. And I am so grateful for that time. I'm so grateful for that time with him. I'm so grateful that I was able to do that. And I'm not going to say that he didn't still have time to be on his own and that I still had my own time, but I feel like he wasn't being neglected, which sounds like was pretty much what was happening while we were together. Or at least he just wasn't being prioritized or, or given the attention that he definitely deserved. I guess I'll mention it, even though I've mentioned it a hundred times before, but since it still comes up in this episode, one of my biggest problems was getting into guys' business. I was always wondering, I was curious, I wanted to know, and I didn't need to know. And knowing was definitely one of the things that was keeping me held back because every time I heard about him, it would just deflate me and make me sad and make me depressed and make me forget about my goals because I'm worrying about what he's doing in life. So don't do that. I know it's hard. I Obviously it's hard, but try and detach as much as possible. You can be friendly. You cannot hate each other. You cannot use your kids against each other. Uh, you can co-parent without having to be so chatty and friendly. It is possible and it's okay. And it's and it is my advice to everybody, even when you break up from a relationship, uh, even if you're just dating and you're like, oh, we should be friends. You know what? Yeah, you can be friends, but you need to be friends like six months from now. You need that alone, quiet time to actually heal and disconnect from the person and separate your emotions. And then you guys can be friends. But I find it extremely difficult to be friendly right after a, a separation or divorce or a breakup because you you haven't you haven't really had the closure that you need. So that is my advice. Do not be friends until you've had at least, I don't know, I'm just gonna throw a number out there, six months of no contact um, unless you have kids and it's strictly, you know, children contact so that you can really separate yourself from the situation. 
Well, I think that's pretty much covering how I feel about this journal entry. It was, it was a good one. It was an important one. It was me slowly inching towards recovery, acceptance, maybe. I hope you found something inspiring in it. And if there was something that I mentioned that you would have liked me to touch on more or give you more insight into, please feel free to let me know. You can always reach me at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And there's a section there where you can reach out to me. I love to hear your thoughts. And that wraps up this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening. If you would like to reach out to me and share your thoughts and opinions or comments and concerns, you can always do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you haven't rated and subscribed or shared this podcast with others, I encourage you to do so. I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of the week. Until next time, bye for now. Bye.